Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Southworth and I'm John Bishop and welcome to the Kachat. It's guys, you know, it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question. Hey, what's up with cars? Pretend we did that with a Christmas theme or a holiday theme. <laughs> I I was I, the the one that I was planning was just like getting a friend to do some like work with the song and then was just gonna like sing just just like sing a song and it was gonna be just I was gonna replace the word Christmas with like Carsmas or something like that. Yep. Sure. It was Merry Little Christmas. Okay, I was about to say you just said the song. No nobody knows what song you're talking about, but sounds like it would have been fun and cool, but we didn't do that. It is our holiday special, everyone. Merry Cars. This guy gets it. Folks Toyotathon is on, you know. <laughs> Happy Honda Days, everybody! <laughs> and it is, of course, the Hyundai holidays. So that's all of the special, like, holiday promotions from car companies that I know of. So we've got those out of the way. We may have titled the episode after one of them, but we're still pretty shaky on the legality of that. Yeah, I uh, I feel like it's it's probably okay, just because. I mean, is Honda gonna notice us? Is Toyota gonna notice us? The answer is yes. They of course will, but they won't mind. Okay. See, I was going to go with, no, of course not. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> the, but we should not do it anyway. Anyway, uh, we said our names. We are going to talk about the holidays in cars. And I don't know, maybe just the holidays. Probably about cars. It is what the podcast is about. We're doing a good job so far. Do you yes, think so? we are. We're doing so good right now. Merry Honda. I was thinking about Mater Christmas for a while. Uh, we wish you a Mater Christmas flows a little bit better. You know, I also think that was... contextualizes it. Some of my thought for the song is, it, we wish you a, a Mater Christmas would have been great. Again, so many missed opportunities, but we're still, we're doing so good. Yes, we... If I don't do it, we're never going to talk about cars. So, it's time for the number one fan faith didn't send in a submission so I can say what I want for the wiki quote of the day. We're just going to jump right into it. Just jump right into it. Give me that Give me that faith did not uh, succeed in giving us a name this week. Not even include <laughs> what Wikipedia. What a sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's the quote. You messed up, faith. You didn't. <laughs> Obviously, please continue listening to us. Uh, this time we are going over to worldofcarsdrivein.fandom.com slash wiki slash Santa underscore car. So 
<laughs> this one is, in fact, about Santa Car, which is their name for Santa Claus in the Cars universe, which, before I even read anything, y'all just did one pass at that name, huh? Yep, yep. It's a... It's just... It's so clever. It's, it's, it's you see, because just... it's Santa Claus, but it but it's a car. It's yeah, so good. they sort of just went with their first draft there, it seems like. Uh, Santa Car is, of course, a character in the children's book, Mater Saves Christmas. It's not even Santa Cars. No, it is, in fact, just Santa Car. <laughs> it's just... It's just worse. Oh, it's pretty bad, Johnny. Uh... So, anyway, Santa car is a red car. He's Santa. His front wheels are like a sleigh, it looks like. Which brings us uh, to a fun fact of the day. That's right, a segment within a segment. Did you know that there are motorized sleighs? And, like, not only are there motorized sleighs, but there there's an American motor sleigh from 1905. Uh, okay. I, I didn't know that. It doesn't surprise me much. Those sound like they would just be kind of snowmobiles. It's just like a, a Model T, but instead of wheels, it's it's got skis on it. Huh. Oop, and I will say, it looks like his back wheels of Santa Car, we're back in the wiki quote of the day for a second, uh, his back wheels are like tank treads, but like snow outfitted ones. So he's prepared. Santa Car is. So I looked up Santa Car, and instead of finding the Cars universe Santa, I found Santa in a motorized sleigh. Nice. Well, there you go. Tied all together. Boy, howdy. I'm looking at him right now. He's got that big ol' hat. It covers the entire oh. top of his... Yep. It's so good. Yeah, just sort of his, his canopy is, in fact, his Santa hat. I would recommend looking at a picture of him just because, I don't know, whatever you think Santa Claus looks like in the Cars verse, you're probably incorrect. But anyway, the <laughs> we're going down, of course, to the trivia section, my favorite section on all the wikis uh, for this actual wiki quote of the day, since I haven't actually read the quote yet. And it's a real short one. It's just, he is based on the real Santa Claus. <laughs> Wait, really? Is Is he? It, There's like, I mean, what? Huh? You know, you think you know a guy, you think you know a guy, and then turns out he's just a car version of Santa. Yeah, and not to get too much, it does say he's based on the real Santa Claus, which like, <laughs> oh, there are some reasons that's far be it from me to say Santa Claus isn't real. But there are those people in this world who don't believe in Santa Claus, so this could be a, a bit of a controversial statement. <laughs> you remember like 10 episodes ago, maybe more, when we were talking about, I don't know, something, and for a while I was like, I don't want to talk about Cars, I want to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yes. And we just didn't talk about Cars for a while. Yes. I have, it's not about High School Musical, the musical, the series, which has come out yet, and I haven't watched any of it because it makes me too mad. But on the subject of Santa, people not believing in Santa Claus, you know how in Christmas movies, there's like, oh, we'll use Elf, for, for example. You know how people don't believe in Santa Claus in the movie Elf with Will Ferrell, but Santa Claus is factually real? Yes. 
but and delivers presents to children uh-huh. and the parents see presents that aren't from them and aren't like huh wonder how those got there or i guess santa claus did this they're like no these are just mystery presents they happen every year but it wasn't santa i can tell you that much it makes me very angry in every movie in which the adults don't believe in Santa Claus, but Santa Claus has like empirical evidence in that he gives them presents. You don't know where these presents came from. So like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. You see that actually like there's, there's a character in a book that I've read. Well, a book series that I've read where there are these beings that are all fragments of like a divine being and essentially they're all okay. gods and there is sure. there is one person who is like famously the most intelligent person like in the entire universe and she is the one person who is like proudly professed to be an atheist even though this is a universe in which there is factual evidence of gods huh and it's yeah. kind of like that it kind of is, huh? What I'm saying is like, Santa exists within the Cosmere and is a fraction of... He is a, a shard of infinity. Sure. Yep. I don't know what we're talking about. What are you referencing? <laughs> Brandon Sanderson books. Sure. That that's a checks out, actually. But yeah, I don't want to spend a ton of time, time on this, except to postulate that there is like an un an unlike explored bit in movies like elf and other movies in which santa claus exists but the parents don't believe in him it's just christmas magic yeah it, santa has some sort of magic which makes the parents think they got the children the present which is like a weird thing that's it i just wanted to mention that it's it's like <laughs> again how you, it doesn't have much to do with cars you can't hear the sleigh bells in the polar express unless you believe mm. They just don't believe that the presents are from Santa, so they can't understand that they're from Santa. John, 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 it's, uh, if you just believe, I think is what you were going, trying to do. Uh, uh, you you sort of, like, rushed past that, but I think that's how they, like, stated in the movie. (laughs) You know what? You're right. That is exactly what I meant. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. 100%. Good to know. Okay, that's all I wanted to do. We can talk about Santa Claus in the Cars universe now. He does exist, and he is a weird car that's half sled. I have looked up more pictures of him in the in the book. I couldn't find the entire book, and let me tell you, I spent like a while on Google trying to find just I don't know. I guess a ripped PDF of this children's christmas cars book mm-hmm. and i failed oh i found like a like a couple of youtube videos with like comically blurry pictures of the pages and not even all of them so i sort of pieced together the story but it's dumb chick hicks like steal some fuel or something and they go to the north pole to hand deliver the letters to santa i think lightning doesn't believe in santa so this is yet another... I could have just made this about cars the whole time, but we're past that point. What I'm trying to get to is that Santa's reindeer are, in fact, snowmobile, which I think we've mentioned. Yes. And we know from this book. But I think it's important to to, to state it again that Santa's reindeer in the Cars verse are, in fact, snowmobiles. They're brown, like reindeer. Is the book that you were referring to, Mater Saves Christmas? 
Yes, it is in fact. I can preview six pages of it. No, I, I did the Google Books and Amazon thing in which I read the first few pages of the book. Uh, oh boy. Uh, again, from... It was the YouTube video I found of this book, I can't stress enough, was like the pictures you see of Bigfoot. <laughs> it was like someone took them in such a rush as if not to be caught. <laughs> they up, they took them, and then two seconds later uploaded the, the footage to YouTube. Yeah. But it does seem like later in the movie, Mater gets like reindeer antlers, and this makes him able to fly. So this is three different times now Mater can fly. So that's pretty cool. Let me pose that the antlers didn't make him fly. It was because I can't do it, Lucas. I can't do it. It, The alien's secret stuff? It's because he just believed. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I think lightning gets them as well. And they both, like, fly. If I remember right, Mater, like, leads the sleigh at the end. Y'all don't care. Uh, but... (laughs) Mater is I just wanted to tie it into Mater's tall tales. Mater again does fly, maybe with his alien powers, maybe because of a magic reindeer antler hat that Santa gave him, maybe as John said, just because he believed <laughs> uh so I don't know. Pick your poison. Mater can fly from a number of different sources. Mater can definitely fly in the cars first, that's a fact. Nope. There, we have too many sources to dispute it any longer. Mater can fly 100% in multiple ways. Yeah, does does he fly away at the end of Cars 2, or does he get picked up by a plane? I think he gets picked up by a plane. Okay, yeah. Either way, whatever, whatever. M- Mater makes me so stressed and mad now. Uh, I don't know. Alright, so now's as good as time yeah, as any... For a question from Liz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, both of our significant others are named Elizabeth. They ask us questions, but we call them both Liz, so you don't know who they are for no... It doesn't really enhance the bit that you don't know which one is which, but that's the joke. Go for it, John. What kind of of holidays do do they celebrate? Like, like, do they celebrate, like, car holidays? Like, do they celebrate, like, the uh, Model T? being made like the first model t is that like everybody's birthday huh okay now that's kind of an interesting well we we know factually that they celebrate celebrate christmas there are lots of christian cars in this universe there are also like for sure uh shoot no i'm gonna make this claim again and then i'm gonna be crazy because i i don't know why i distinctly remember this but i distinctly remember it i'm gonna check on it before I make that statement again, I know what John is referring to. If you ha- don't remember, at one point John was certain he knew an image of Mater dressed like a rabbi, uh, and then I said, "I'm almost certain that doesn't exist," and he couldn't find it. But I think there's enough evidence of. I mean, if Christianity exists, Judaism exists, you know, and there are other world religions that we uh, like factually see evidence of so i'm gonna say judaism exists we don't need rabbi mater to prove that you can certainly search for rabbi mater all you want i just don't think you're gonna find it but all right i will say in my search one of the first things i saw was just the question posed by the internet to me what kind of car should a rabbi drive 
I I guess whichever one he wants. I don't be- I have a very limited knowledge of Judaism, but I don't believe they restrict your vehicle choices. Okay, that's good enough for me. You know as much as I do, possibly more. But as for other holidays, huh? So I I think we can like I was saying we can assume we know Christmas exists. I'm almost certain there's probably some evidence of Hanukkah and even if there isn't there they celebrate Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, but are there other car specific holidays? I would like to think just in the holiday season or in general. In general, but also probably specific okay. to the the like the the winter solstice. Now maybe the cars do maybe the the sol- solstice is a bigger deal to them. I don't know why it would be, but <laughs> I don't know. I was very enamored with that idea. One thing I want to talk about this episode is we, we in our world, in our human world, we tend to really like uh, Christmas time, all the holidays around the winter solstice and all that jazz, uh, candle nights, if you will. But there you go. But I imagine that for cars, it's got to be a lot worse, right? Like, you have to imagine that, like, the the small amount of fear we feel around the holidays where it's like, oh, better stay safe out there. It's it's super cold and dangerous weather. You're going to have ice on the road. You could slide and get hurt. But, like, their whole thing is driving. You think that, like, Christmas is a is a time mostly for mourning because, like, tons of people die in car accidents in this world because they're cars. Because I imagine that that would be, like, a much more devastating and, like, much higher, just, mortality spike right there. Okay. And it's just... Yeah, that's... All of of the winter. Yeah, I... That is an incredibly interesting question you've posed, Johnny. Uh, if I'd have to guess, yeah, even if it's not, like, official... Which I'm not ruling out that it's quite possibly like there's some recognized like period, if not like day or like the whole season is recognized as like a time of mourning. Like it's at the very least a very sad time for a lot of people. Just because, yeah, because winter car accidents would be (laughs) that's just people. Because here's the thing. They drive to do anything. Yeah, what you gotta remember about cars is that the cars are in fact people, huh? The people are cars. Their whole thing is that instead of, like, walking, they have to drive everywhere. Uh, yeah, this one's stressing me out, but yeah. Which brings me to another question I I have of just, like... Question from John? Yeah, this is a question from John. Do cars, (laughs) like, have to worry about getting drunk? Now, we have talked about drunk driving before, and I think we decided that, like, yeah, that's pretty... (laughs) It'd be pretty messed up. You, you, uh, and I think what we settled on is that they're, they can sort of walk without driving. Mm-hmm. And they can. there are also systems, like trains exist in this universe. So like there is at least some semblance of public transit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they would have to do their weird little waddle or they would be drunk driving. Yeah, that's what I think we settled on. They'd be drunk driving in icy hazardous conditions oof eggnog is just like it's it's for the most bold of people it's a drink 
yeah. specifically, essentially designed to make it hard not to die in this universe. Like, the story of the grandmother who gets run over by a reindeer. Like, sure. if it's true that, in fact, she was drinking too much eggnog, she was, like, seriously just being irresponsible. Because she's a car, and she was drunk driving in hazardous conditions when that's, like, the whole thing in the middle of the death season. Yeah, and she got hit by some some snowmobiles, huh? She's lucky that it was just snowmobiles. Because... Flying snowmobiles, so she got hit from above, presumably, which could do a bit more damage. True, but as long as she was run over by reindeer, which are snowmobiles, that's better than, like, I don't know, careening off the road in general, or getting hit by Mac, a semi-truck, who has to share the oh, road yeah. with you, you insensitive, terrible grandmother. Yeah. How? I'm glad someone's finally taken a stand against the grandmother from Grandma Got rent, Run Over by a Reindeer. She's at it too good for too long. Only the one in the Cars universe. In our universe, yeah, of course. I'm just upset with her for suing Santa Claus. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Well, I don't know. It wasn't her idea, but... Lawsuits have a bad re- reputation in America because corporations don't want you to feel comfortable suing them. But that's neither here nor there. Uh... <laughs> You know what is here or there? No. Santa Claus. Because you can can teleport and or time travel. Just because the classic, how does he make it to all the houses? Yep. 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 Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty comfortable saying that any of the various explanations from the various Santa movies of like, how does he do it? Uh, Sure, one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. Is apply it. You pick your favorite explanation for why Santa makes sense and just apply it to this. Very much so. Except. But he's a car. Is a car. So if he's coming down your chimney, that's even more rough. It's like a regular dude who's kind of chubby trying to fit down a regular chimney versus a car just plowing through your home (laughs) like the Kool Aid man. Well, that was. It was the question from my question from Liz is how does it work with chimneys and whatnot because cars, uh, but then I think she changed it, but we'll get into that a little later. But again, if we're going Christmas magic, uh, we could look at either the Santa Claus or that one uh, Christmas movie in which Kurt Russell is weirdly attractive Santa Claus. I watched it literally yesterday. Uh, I have, it's a Netflix one. I have wondered about that movie for a year now, and that's just... It, it looks so weird. Honestly, a lot better than I thought it would be. I mean, it's got uh, Kurt but, Russell in it, so... Yeah, but in... I can't remember exactly how they explain it in the Santa Claus, but in, again, Kurt Russell is hot Santa Claus on Netflix. I think that's the title. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> He just sort of like turns into coal dust, I think is how they explain it. And like <laughs> flies into the chim. But like, imagine. Not like he sort snow? of just like. No, he does turn into coal dust and like sort of teleports through the chimney. So he's not like in his corporeal form. So. And I think in the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, the, the chimney like conforms around him. It's like a bit of both. Yes. The chimney gets wider and swallows him while he gets thinner. 
It's real weird. Yeah. But so every time sexy Kurt Russell Santa wants to get in someone's house, he just pulls like a an Avengers snap on himself. Kind of. He he dusts yeah, himself it, it, and then enters your home. What it reminds me of is like when like elongated man or plastic man like sort of stretches to go in into something in, in that like he he keeps he all it all stays together and it just sort of snakes in there mm. and he reforms that somehow that part isn't like elongated man that but. somehow is worse <laughs> because like yeah turning I'm into doing, weird dust and that dust like flowing into a house isn't as bad as turning into like a black coal serpent that slithers into your home yeah it doesn't look like that. I'm doing a very bad job explaining this. Go watch Sexy Santa Claus with with Curdy Russ if you want more. <laughs> but uh, again, my re- my review is better than I thought it would be. Heartwarming moments and the elves are very cute. Uh, but all right, so you've just mentioned sexy sexy Kurt does the Santa Man. So I think it's a yeah. good time to work our way into just in general Christmas movies. And how, you know, this this podcast is about cars, which is a movie. And also, yes. might be a Christmas movie. <laughs> yes, John, you've teed me up perfectly. It was subtle and nobody knew it was happening. Uh, we're going to go on to the old mailbag. You all know how we go to our email sometimes. We have gotten emails before, but they're mostly from Faith. I'll read one in its entirety. It's Doc supports the death penalty, but only if it's funny. Uh, so that's why we haven't talked about those before. Because I don't know. Lucas, you've just... Thank you for emailing us, number one fan faith. I please keep doing it. It makes my day each time. But it's Lucas. That's the opposite of a reason. That's that's just a wonderful thing we should have included in every episode. Is just the the strange thing that faith has gifted us with every week. That's fair enough. That is, if in fact, an email number one fan. Faith sent us, again, it was Doc Supports the Death Penalty, but only if it's funny, probably after our Law & Order episode. <laughs> but this is from a different person who listens to us, which is honestly a shock. Uh, <laughs> but this one is from Christina. Thank you, Christina, for sending us a thing. It did make at least my whole week. No, yeah, like seriously, if... Please send us things. We will talk about them on the podcast and to say your name. Christina probably feels like, I don't know, kind of cool hearing her name said by a podcast she listens to. And number one fan faith has like, is like becoming more and more power crazy every time we mention her. So I don't know if you want us to say your name on a podcast, send us stuff. Uh, but <laughs> Christina's friend who she has omitted the name of so also credit to christina's friend who posted this facebook status she sent us uh but christina's friend had a facebook status that reads in its entirety rich and powerful single person that is working too hard gets sent to a small town against their will to find out what's important in life and find the love of their life cars is a hallmark movie beautiful again Thank you, Christina's friend. It's a pretty good point you've made. 
you're uh, we didn't make that point i didn't draw that connection so good on you we're the experts but you are also apparently an expert i'm sort of rambling thank you christina for sending us that we're going to talk about it now (sighs) all right i'm trying to find the number and i can't find it quickly enough do you happen to know how many hallmark christmas movies were made this year in what universe do you think I know that off the top of my head? It was a news story because it was a ludicrously <laughs> okay, high fair. number. I want to say it was like 50. Like 50 that's released too many. this year or made this year. Uh, oh man, I'm looking at one right now. It's The Nine Lives of Christmas and it was from 2014. But it really freaked me out because, Lucas, I want you to look this up. Uh, and th- that actress... That actress that uh, co-stars in it with uh, Brandon Routh, if you look for the the right picture of her, it's just dead on Faith. Okay, number one fan Faith was in a movie. Tell me the name of it one more time. Nine Lives of Christmas. It's about a handsome firefighter who loves cats. Oh, that sounds pretty bad. That does kind of look like number one fan Faith. Okay, not in every shot, but I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to say real quick, Hallmark Channel just like did a very bad job in that they had an LGBTQ uh, inclusive commercial and then some dumb people got mad about it and signed a petition and they caved and took it off and they've put it back now, but they did a pretty bad job on that. So I'm going to be pretty harsh on on the Hallmark Channel and their movies because I don't know, be be better. Yeah. Uh, I just I'm, wanted to address that. I'm glad that, they so. put it back, uh, but that's sad. Yeah. They came to the right thing, but, like, it wasn't for the right reasons, pretty obviously. I don't want to get into it. They make bad movies. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I, would, I it, would still love to be in just any generic holiday film. It'd be so good. No, yeah. It seems pretty fun to be in these bad, bad Christmas movies they make. <laughs> but, let's see, what was I gonna uh, even say? We were talking uh, about uh, how this is a Hallmark movie. Yes, we were. And I sort of laid out in our reply to our to our new friend of the show, Christina's email. But it, it's not even it doesn't even end with like the person goes to small town, gets humbled. There, There's like a quirky cast of like small towns folk. Uh, there's a grumpy elder who warms up to him over the course of the movie and over the top sidekick. Uh, he takes what he learns from the small town back to the big city and his fast-paced life. He makes a big show of it in front of everyone, uh, being when he pushes the king over the, the finish line, is mm-hmm. what I'm referring to. And then he's wo- rewarded by the people who employ him in that uh, Dinoco offers him a sponsorship because of it. They're like, ah, your, your small town sensibilities have won us over. Yep. Uh in that, like, in these in these movies, there's usually, like, their direct supervisor is like, no, your small town sensibilities are wrong. And then they are like, no, they're right. And then, like, the owner of the company or whatever is like, I was from a small town once, and I believe in your sensibilities you've learned over the course of the past three days. So you, you get all the promotions. You all have seen Hallmark movies. That's how all of them go. Yep, exactly like that. And just one thing that frustrates me about these movies is 
What happens is a, a rich and powerful single person that is working too hard gets sent to a small town. Yeah, there's that. And then uh, they find out what's most important in life and they find the love of their life. And then like half the time, maybe in that specific situation, what happens is they learn from this town what is the most important. And then they take that back and somehow they pull back from work and are also more successful at work while also being happier. And everything works out in a way that like, doesn't make any sense because they were stressed because work is hard and they wouldn't wanted to work hard and then they get rewarded for working less hard and less but like the whole point is that it's not about like all this power and success and riches it's about the small thing so why would you like undercut yourself by saying oh but also rich and powerful. Yeah, and let me tell you, that should be how it works. I think it would. I think it would be great, uh, and it sh- it should be that higher ups reward people with a healthy work life balance. But that is not how the world works, usually. Sadly enough, so. I mean, there's there's the Japanese style. Oh, and the Japanese style, of course. See, in in Japan, there's like a a 20-minute break in the middle of the day where you could, like, nap or do yoga. I think it's usually yoga, but it's all about encouraging a healthy mind and a healthy body. No, yeah. I don't necessarily think Japan should be held as, like, a standard of healthy work-life balance, not to generalize. Oh, no. They're (laughs) they're famously, uh, they have, okay, so, like, their birth rates have just gone right in the pooper. Because, like, everyone's yeah. focusing on their careers, and it's unfortunate. It is. But, yeah, you, you're you're right that these are a bit paradoxical in that they are like, I'm going to work less. And then their job is like, good job. You get a higher paying, better position. Good job. You are now better at your job. Again, I do genuinely believe that setting a healthy work-life balance makes you better at your job. But usually the the brass doesn't believe that yeah and a healthy work-life balance definitely is going to make you far more capable but there's this unhealthy thing where in some cultures i believe this is also unfortunately true in japan uh if they find you napping at your desk they think of it as a good thing and do you want to know why because you're working so hard that you're physically exhausted yes you are so Uh. dedicated that you don't even go home to sleep and you exhaust yourself so entirely that you just pass out right there. Now that is dedication and good hard work. <sighs> yep. Which I figure less true for an athlete, probably. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but I think Christina's friend, and by extension, I'm not... I'm going to say Christina, because I'm tired of referring to this person who I don't know. Let's do the Mabimbam thing and give them a name. Uh, Fitzpatrick. All right, so Fitzpatrick, what you have decided. Yes, yes. Fitzpatrick, uh, what Fitzpatrick says, I believe is uh, entirely true. I, I think if you just literally put some Christmas trees around Radiator Springs 
and like changed a few words to make it more just like a tiny bit more Christmassy. Like th- this is this is two two steps away from being a Hallmark Christmas movie. I don't even think it's two. I think it's just it's just you change the setting and you're there. Oh, get it snowy instead of the desert. Yep. If it's if it's just somehow wintry, bam. It's a Christmas yeah. movie. <sighs> Boy howdy. Well, there is one of my least favorite tropes in the Hallmark, and let's be honest, now Netflix Christmas movies, is if they have any sort of romantic subplot, A, their relationship lasts like a week, and B, at the end of that week, the man always proposes after <laughs> every time it's been like a week. And they subvert that in this one, at least, in, in Cars. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It says, and find the love of their life. And Lucas, I feel like you're going to guess what I'm going to say before I'm completely done saying it, but Lightning finds the love of his life. Yeah. And it's not Sally. Okay. My two guesses are Mater or Radiator Springs itself. Dang, I wish I had gone with Radiator Springs. Yeah, it's Mater. It's for sure Mater. Okay. (laughs) Would have been kind of nice if it had been Radiator Springs itself. Nah, nah, he likes the people there, but he loves one person there. The love of his life is Mater, through thick and thin. How else do you explain making him, like, as key and important to every other race he's ever been in for some reason? Yeah, they sort of, like, Sally is in two and three, but not like Mater is, that's for sure. Mater is a a much bigger feature in 3 and all of cars 2 is about mater so yeah M- mater is the protagonist of cars 2 so there's mm-hmm. that oh boy <sighs> john i i have something it's not really a question from liz so i'm not going to say it's time for questions from liz that's how you always say questions from liz if you're ever wondering uh <laughs> but <laughs> Liz sent me a link to something. Uh, it's the Disney Parks. I don't know. I guess I'll I'll read it as if it's like the wiki quote of the day because I don't know. I guess we think it's funny to read URLs in their entirety. Uh, <laughs> but we are at DisneyParks.Disney.Go.Com/slash/blog/slash/2013/slash/12/slash/the/Christmas/trees/cars/land/at/Disney/California. Dash adventure dash park. Uh, if you couldn't focus while I said that, the title of the article is "The Christmas Trees of Cars Land at Disney California Adventure Park." Uh, nice. Which I will send you the link right quick over our little our little chat functionality that we never use. But I hope you forgot that last slash. I think. Oh, I did. You're absolutely right. I I guess I have to read the whole thing again. I'm not gonna do that. It's not funny when we do that. <laughs> it's only funny to us. So I'm not going to make you all listen to me read a URL again. Uh, but basically what it is, is just the different Christmas trees that they have put up. Or maybe, yeah, this is an article from 2013. So that they put up in 2013 at Cars Land in California Adventure uh, at Disneyland. Which, if you didn't know... Uh, Whenever we say things like, and I do a a honk, we put money in the honk jar uh, to go on a trip to Cars Land because, I don't know, man, 
I don't know what we do past that. I I, I don't know how, I how mean, we can top that. When we meet them ourselves, that that's that's got to be it, right? Yeah, that, I mean that's it. <laughs> Most of the trees are pretty tame in that, like I don't know. Fillmore is like hippy dippy and like some like sculpture. There's one made out of tires. There's one made out of cones. There's one that's the devil's tree. Uh, I don't know what that's. Oh, Route 66. It's sign? just a bunch of the devil's number is what it is. Good joke, John. <laughs> uh, the main one I want to talk about is Sarge's tree here. Okay. Because what Sarge has done is it's a normal Christmas tree. Mm hmm. Uh, let me let me just let me just read the caption under it. Not to be outdone, Sarge has built a patriotic holiday spectacular. No need to create your own star when there's one right under your nose, or in Sarge's case, on your hood. So, what Sarge has done for his Christmas tree is it's a normal Christmas tree, but he's removed his hood and put it on top of the tree because, as a military vehicle. There is a star on his hood. So so for our dear listeners, what I want you to think of is think of just a very normal Christmas tree. And uh, and then imagine that instead of putting like a star on top or an angel, you rip off your face and just place it for everyone that you know to see. You just place it right on top. You rip your face off and you put it right there. Yeah. And like. It's not like the tree is appropriately sized to have an entire car hood on top of it. It looks really weird. It's a normal-sized Christmas tree with a whole car hood on top of it that looks very un- inappropriately sized. It's, I think, it's much larger than the rest of the tree. I think one of these trees is smaller than that tree, and it's the Route 66 one. Yeah, it, I think you're right in that it's the second smallest tree, but probably, including the hood, one of the tallest trees. Yep, yep. And again, it's just his face has been ripped off and placed right there. I guess maybe just his nose? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is maybe... Imagine you have you have a birthmark, right? Or a tattoo, even. Because I guess this is a paint job. On your face. You have a tattoo of a a star on your nose and someone is like oh we we don't have a star for the christmas tree so you're like guys don't even like worry about it and you rip off your nose and put it on top but the thing is this christmas tree is about the size of like i don't know a cell phone (laughs) so it looks very again it looks very disproportionate and wrong It, it it's not even like Wow, what a good and selfless thing you've done to make our Christmas tree look perfect. It looks really dumb, Sarge. You didn't accomplish your goal of making a good Christmas tree in that the top half of it is a car hood. That's not how you decorate a Christmas tree to look good, Sarge. It's a car hood. A giant slab of metal that is much wider than the tree itself, just on top. That's what this is. Yeah, normal Christmas tree, car hood at the top. <laughs> but again, that's one that bothers you. That's that's one person's nose has been torn off yeah. and made into an ornament for a tree. If you look right underneath that, imagine you had a tree, except instead of a tree, it was just some snow and some decorations. 
wrapped around a bunch of hands and feet. Oh, from it's just hands and feet stacked the... on top of each other, and that's Mater's tree. It's just hands and feet. Now, I will say we have compared tires more to shoes before, which I I, I honestly stand by. I, I think tires are more of a shoe. And but we, Lucas, we do what see the leaning of their hands? No, I John, I'm not sure that's super ap- applicable here, but. <laughs> And we also have seen uh, an example of them making a like decorative structure out of tires in that outside of Luigi and Guido's shop. They have, I don't know what they call it, actually. It's the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but with tires. Leaning Tires of Pisa? Leaning Tower of... Okay, that's going to bother me. So I'm going to Google that while we keep talking. So, if even if it's just shoes, still, man, you're just going to make your tree a bunch of shoes garbage shoes even yeah like at at least the the leaning tower i haven't i still haven't figured it out whatever it's called has like some artistry to it and that it's like kind of well made but mater's is just sort of tiled up in a general like cone structure so it's like if you piled a bunch of shoes into like a pyramid and we're like here's my christmas tree it's got fake snow on it and some ornaments (laughs) And you're like, okay. I mean, it does have garland and lights and ornaments. It's just, why would you pile a bunch of shoes up for your Christmas tree? So, so Lucas, I've been trying to figure it out, and I just can't. Why is Flo's just got records in it? Well, she has like a... You're right, it does have just some records, some vinyl records in it. She does have like a 50s-style diner. Which I don't know. That's pretty thematic for that, uh, but it's not very cars e. It has nothing to do with cars. Yeah, it's it's just sort of one of those silvery white trees with a bunch of vinyl in it, huh? Yep. It's just like if anything, I guess you could say that the ribbon around it might be a road. It's not, but you could pretend it is. Yeah, I. Also, quick note, I have figured it out. It's just the leaning tower of tires, which, again, you kind of phone that one in, guys. I, I prefer leaning tires of pizza. Yes, exactly. It's, it's that, much better. Whatever. I'm not going to die on this hill. I will. Okay, sure. You feel You feel free. But this does sort of show us that, I don't know, Christmas tradition is uh, transferable, at least in that they gather around a conical structure. I mean, the cozy cone. They are cones. Very conical. Cozy cozy And I, I, I guess there are enough that are just straight up trees that the other ones can be, like, we can assume that they gather around tree, like Christmas trees. The other mm-hmm. ones are just the residents trying to be, like, artsy and creative. Yeah, they're, they're definitely tree-shaped. Yeah, that like, it's not just, like, in cars, they, they're just like, ah... Any cone-shaped stri- structure, I-, I think it's just like, yeah, oh, we wanted to make a thematic tree-like structure, but yeah. it's still based on a tree. So, we've got Santa car. Yes. We've got snowmobile reindeer. Yes. Now, I've got a question for you that requires me to talk about my not-very-fun-fact of the day, which I might go ahead and say is a very-not-fun-fact-of-the-day. Okay. Okay, so, a long time ago, I got very confused by a Mr. Griffin McElroy when he was talking about how 
uh, the antlers of reindeer have leprosy. And after doing some digging, I have found that, in fact, that is not the case. It's it's a, a thing where they have something called velvet shedding, which do not look up, audience. Please do not. It's it's very gross. It's very gross. And what it is is the antlers of reindeer uh, will will shed. And if you don't know how to imagine antlers shedding, just imagine that like the outer layer of this bone-like protrusion, uh, it just kind of like melts and turns into a bloody gross mess and sloughs off. That yeah, that sounds pretty gross, John. Yep. So my question is, do that does that happen with the snowmobiles? Huh. Do things just slough off of them? Gross, I, like red, nasty stuff. I do remember them having antlers, bud. So I would assume, yeah, I assume I would assume that happened to these snowmobiles with antlers. Which brings me to a worse question: Is that what is that what happened to Mater and Lightning's antlers? Huh. Okay, that's challenging. Uh, it again. The only knowledge I have of the of most of this book is were those incredibly blurry. It wasn't even a video of the of the book. It was, in fact, several pictures of incredibly blurry pictures of the book set to a montage with music. But if it looked like they just got hats with antlers. So I'm going to say hopefully not. But gosh, maybe. All right. So I am doing the thing where I am investigating by trying to zoom into a picture and enhance. And for some reason, it's not working. Uh, I don't know how they do it on CSI, but it doesn't seem to be enhancing all that well. so Bad. so the antlers on Mater are definitely hat based, but for these snowmobiles, I don't know. Those look no, yeah, I, like I, antlers right attached to their heads. So even if we're fortunate and the hats come off, and you don't have to wait till they just dissolve into a a gross fleshy mess on your face, those antlers on those those reindeer, they're gonna do it. No, yeah, I I totally think that probably happens to the snowmobile reindeer, which, again, is very challenging. I will say Lightning and Mater probably kept those hats as, like, souvenirs from this adventure. I can say that because none of you have, have read the children's book Mater Saves Christmas, and you can't dispute me. So I'm going to say they kept the hats. So I'm going to say... Like a month later, they were like looking like, remember our adventure with Santa? Let's open this box. We've kept the hats with reindeer antlers on. They went, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, it's just it's a bunch of goo and our hats are sitting in it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's definitely molded and festered. Ugh. What I am postulating is that the hats do have real living reindeer antlers on them I guess. yeah they're not they're not like dead antlers no they're they're real they're alive ish and they're dissolving in your cabinets don't know why you keep your hat in your cabinet yeah it's a bad place for hats but i think i think i can support that just because i don't know christmas magic they have to 
they have to become more like reindeer. Clearly, that's because that's why he gave them the magic flying hats. So I don't think he would just be like, yes, I enchanted these hats, and for theme for theming, I put reindeer antlers on them, fake ones that won't turn to goop in a month. I think they're magically enchanted hats that yes, with real living um, antlers on them, real living velvet shedding antlers. <laughs> Oh, shoot. You know what we haven't mentioned about the Santa in the cars? What's that? Elves. Yep. There are elves. Huh. And they're in, like, the basic images that you find. And, like, one of the first... I think the first page has Mater slinging his towing cable around. Looks like a whip. And it kind of implies that he's, like, maybe gonna whip these elves? That are just tiny cars? Yeah, I would think... What did we say elves were in our fantasy episode? I think motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But those those would be like Tolkien elves. Yeah. These, these are Christmas elves, which are very different. More like uh, gnomes is what I would call Christmas elves. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Which gnomes, I think we said... What did we say gnomes were? Forklifts? I think so, because tinkering. Yes, the... The the dwarf, dwarves were the smoke jumper species and mm-hmm. uh, gnomes were forklifts. So, I don't know. I could see a bunch of forklifts. It would certainly make our job of figuring out how do the car elves make all the car toys. Hey, John, I... what's a car toy? What did... <sighs> ah, shoot. What did car, baby cars play with? John? They play with those, like, small planes that you put on your antenna. They play with toy cars. They play with toy cars that are like versions of your favorite characters, such as Mike and Sully. Okay. Okay. So toy cars would be like action figures, more like in this world. Mm-hmm. They would also serve the same purpose as toy cars, because I don't know, why not? They, they're still fun to roll around and go with. But but I, I will say in this in this image, the elves, they're just small cars. They are, in fact, just small cars? Yep. Huh. Okay. They're just I don't small, like that very much. cute-looking cars. Like, maybe maybe some strange models of cars. Like, I'm looking at them thinking, oh, these look like those funny clown cars where 64 clowns get out of this tiny little car. Yep. Okay. Now, okay, clown cars would be an interesting... <laughs> See, there, there are cars that are clowns, and then there are clown cars. No, clown car yeah. cars. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so enamored with the idea of Christmas elves being clown cars. But man, that made me smile a lot. Which usually they just sort of stress me out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that the Christmas elves are clown cars. Absolutely. And ah. s- some of them are forklifts because gosh, they gotta make toys. Gosh, they really do. I gotta say, I don't think we can say that they're forklifts just because we have a tendency to always say, well, it's forklifts. Okay, so, okay, you're right. So we need a different explanation. In our defense, it's the only thing that makes sense. And also, honestly, it's usually forklifts. Yeah, it's usually forklifts. So we do need another explanation for how the clown cars make Christmas toys for Christmas little boy and girl cars. I think... That they just open up their clown car door and 64 toys just pop out. Or, 
a bunch of forklifts come out. <laughs> the elves just are the, the summoners of this world. They summon forklifts to do their bidding. Yeah, that's why there are so many forklifts, because the elves are very irresponsible and they just summon too many of them and they don't reuse them. They say, go on, integrate with the world. And they're like, okay, I guess. That would uh, go against the theory I was about to propose, which is perhaps they they don't feel it's moral to summon regular forklifts because they're sentient. So what they are is not only summoners, but necromancers. The elves are necromantic summoners of the undead to do their bidding to craft toys. I'm gonna change that to get a bit more Christmas cheer in it. So they they summon like automatons. Lucas, what what did we say near the beginning? I don't remember, obviously. Christmas time for cars is a time for death. Well, the forklifts aren't going that fast. Yeah, but they're getting hit by the other cars that can't control because all the ice. This may be one we just have to agree to disagree on. Because, like, also, I was mostly joking when I said that the clown, that Christmas elves were clown cars that opened their doors and a bunch of forklifts came out. I, I don't think that's a very sound theory on our part, bud. I'd like to think that we're going to have to utilize the clown car aspect. And what happens is they open up their door. And either a bunch of things come out, like toys, or, like, balloon animals start, like, forming from them somehow. Okay. And then the balloon animals will, like, be shaped into the shape of the toy, and it'll pop, and the toy will be there. Man, that's pretty thematic, man. Uh, (laughs) And all of the balloons are red and green, because, I don't know, they're Christmas clown cars, because obvious reasons. Yes. Also, Mrs. Car looks like Santa, but like uh, a lady car. You know how you can tell when they're intended to be lady cars? Somehow, well, I know how, but it's she's she's a lady car who looks vaguely like Santa. So, first off, I didn't know there was a Mrs. Car, but I'm glad that there is. But also, her name is Mrs. Car. Yeah, I mean, I I I was not basing that off of a picture. That was me just saying, oh, we've got to include Mrs. Claus in this somehow. I don't know. She's a cart. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because if his name is Santa Carr and we call Mrs. Claus Mrs. Claus, I mean, she's just Mrs. Carr. No, she's super just Mrs. Carr. Which, yep. like, again, just maybe next time you're in the room and someone pitches exactly one idea for the name of a beloved character maybe horrified maybe just give that one more again Uh, even maybe just hear what the next person suggests yep (laughs) it doesn't didn't have to be santa car just just one more idea would probably be probably be better i don't think it'd get much worse admittedly i will say i don't know about john I've been trying to think of a better name for Santa Car this whole time, and the best I've gotten was our very early Santa Cars. So, like, I get it. It's not the easiest thing in the world. But, I don't know. Santa Car's pretty bad. Uh, I'm gonna do it. Sure, I believe in you. I'm gonna do it. Okay, I'm believing in you a little less. Now, I think what would help is if we got away from Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm trying to go with St. Nick right now. I got nothing. 
Is there anything in Father Christmas without changing Christmas? So father, I guess. Farther? <laughs> because uh, cars can go far? Yeah. Was that the joke? That was that was Oh man. Uh Chris Kringle. Man, you really Car Kringle. Okay. That's it. That's better. Say it one more time. Car Kringle? Cars Kringle. I mean Cars, Cars Kringle. Kringle is better. I mean my first instinct, the it, like for the entire episode, as soon as I heard that it was Santa Car, I was just very bothered by the fact that it wasn't at least Santa Cars. Yeah. So like, Cars Kringle works. Santa Cars works. Just end it in an S, please. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. Send us better names for Santa Claus in the Cars universe than Santa Car, and it'd be. Even better than Cars Kringle and Santa Cars, because while they're better, again, they're not that much better. So I'm sure you, the listener, can do better than us. Please send us those, I guess. I don't know. It feels like we're pretty done talking about this. Do you agree? <laughs> or do you have more you want to talk about vis-a-vis holidays and the Cars verse? I think we've covered some of it, and we got to save some for yeah. next year, so. <laughs> Ambitious! Uh, <laughs> when we've when we're on episode, what is it? Uh, It'll be 80, like eighty-two. Oh boy, yeah, eighty-two but... hours of cars. Oh boy. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to our <laughs> holiday special, which we haven't named yet. I don't know, so you know what it's called. But yeah, genuinely, thank you for listening. Uh, and again, thanks to Christina for sending us what we used for a lot of. Uh, the episode, as you maybe could tell, we had a hard time brainstorming for this one. So. We we really did. Uh, <laughs> boy, we sh- we shouldn't have struggled so much. But I just I was blanking. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's definitely more we could have talked about, but whatever. Uh, if you have something you want to send us, uh, you can send it to us at our email, which is the chat at gmail dot com, or you could tweet it at us. Uh, on Twitter at the chat. I don't know. You have you usually say something at this part. Um, Rate us and stuff. Like, comment, subscribe. Do whatever you can. Please just uh, spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell anyone you think might be able to enjoy two dudes overanalyzing a children's movie for nice thirty two hours. Yes, specifically, we just got on. Uh, a website called Podchaser, which is like IMDb for podcasts. So I don't know if you want to go there and leave us a rating or follow us on there. It'd be super cool. Uh, it's a very new website. So all the podcasts are on sort of equal ground. So if we got like, I don't know, just like five pot, five reviews on it, we would be in like the top 10% of uh, like, like one of the most reviewed podcasts on there. And that'd be pretty cool. You don't have to, obviously. You don't have to do anything, but I don't know. It'd be cool if you did. Remember, folks, the Toyota Thon is on. Happy Honda days. Of course. Merry yes. Carsmas. Uh, uh, yourself... Hyundai holidays are here. Have yourself a mater little Christmas. Ah, uh, yes, and sting like a beamer, I guess. Time.